Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Listen, Melanie Cole's Health Radio is on now. So if you are somebody who suffers from IBS or any of the, the colon things that we talk about so much in the media today and we're hearing so much more about these things, are you somebody who lets that bloating and uncomfortable feeling keep you from exercising? Well, maybe you should be doing just the opposite. My guest, of course, today, Dr. Stephen Wangen, medical director and co-founder of the IBS Treatment Center. So Dr. Wangen, people feel bloated. I mean, when I had IBS... I felt bloated, I felt sick to my stomach, and exercise was the last thing I wanted to do. Sure, yeah. Well, it, it and it depends on the kind of IBS you have because it's such a broad label. I'll see a lot of different varieties. So if, for example, a person's more on the constipation side of irritable bowel syndrome, they might actually receive a lot of benefit from exercise because exercise stimulates the digestive tract kind of moves things and just building that bowel, that tone in your abdomen helps you sometimes move, move your bowels better. And if you're not getting any exercise at all, things can get really lazy and really lax. And that's not just true for the obvious stuff like your, you know, your legs and everything, but your, your abdominal area can get that way as well. So sometimes exercise will, will help you with that sense of stimulating the bowel movement. But of course, if you have the opposite problem, if you have diarrhea and you're suffering from that, you're not thinking, you know, I've had that problem and, and going for a run uh, was an adventure every time because you thought, oh, what's going to happen? You know, am I going to be out somewhere in the middle of nowhere? I mean, actually, it's better if you're in the middle of nowhere because then maybe nobody sees you. But That's right. If you're, if you're out in the neighborhood somewhere and all of a sudden you got to go to the bathroom, what are you going to do? Are you going to knock on somebody's door or what? And uh, I've been there. I mean, I remember... One time I was out for a run. This was years ago when I had IBS, and and it hit me, and I'm like, uh oh. And I'm thinking the grass around me is about four inches tall. I can't hide in that. There's homes all over. What am I going to do? And I there was nothing I could do. I I just it just was a mess. And and uh, of course that's really embarrassing, and and nobody wants to experience that. So it's trying to find ways sometimes to be able to exercise. So you can accommodate that problem and be near a bathroom, of course, because uh, you don't want to be you don't want to be caught in a bad situation. Although I I have this interesting story. I had this patient recently, and she's a marathoner, and she came in uh, and she had diarrhea, and she goes, "Oh yeah, I go on these huge runs." And she said, "I only do trail runs." And I said, "Ah, I get it." She goes, "Yep, and I only race on the trail as well." And she, she goes, I'll be out for a run, and then I'll just step off the trail and find a place where I can go. Um, and I thought, well, I guess that's one way of managing it. It never occurred to it me is, before. It is, right? Yeah. I mean, it certainly <laughs> that, is. Yeah. And the fact is that, that uh, you know, as a trainer for almost 30 years, Dr. Wang, and, and I've been working with people in so many, you know, when the, a lady that I work with or somebody I'm in has IBS, and then we're in the middle of a training session, they go, oh, excuse me a minute, and, and they run away. And the good news is I'm usually at their house. So... They can just go and do their thing. I get a lot of cancellations because of it because they just don't feel like exercising. But now, even now, in perimenopause that I am, when I'm bloated, and I never did have the diarrhea kind, but when I'm bloated and I just, ugh, exercise is the only thing that makes me feel like 
all of that air in my stomach goes away. I don't know if that's what happens, but it makes me feel like it does. So, I mean, what do you tell people if they do have, you know, if they want to weight train, they want to go on the treadmill, they want to do all those things, and whichever kind that they have. I mean, obviously, if you've got the diarrhea kind, it is a problem. Well, sure. Yeah, absolutely. And and I don't want to discourage people from exercising because it's super important to, to just about everything uh, related to your health. But but it's one of these things where, number one, when I'm seeing patients, I'm my my first goal really is to try to solve the problem so they don't have it anymore so then they don't have to worry about that and, and can just pursue whatever they want and can do any kind of exercise they want and and live their life free of this problem. However, when we're as we're before we get to that point, when we're on our way, we need to find a way to accommodate them. And it's it might be figuring out ways to exercise at home or be at a gym or or do things that they can do that aren't going to put them in a bad position. And and everybody's a little different because it depends. Like if you're really gassy. Maybe, you know, a public place like the gym isn't quite the right place. And so you're thinking, okay, I don't really want to be there. I don't want to be, you know, this, have this embarrassing stinking up everything. But it, and so it depends on the patient. We have to work with uh, what they're experiencing and what their interests are as well, because sometimes there are nice things that they can do. But like you said, a lot of times you feel better. Now, if you're just totally wiped out from your digestive problem, you you might need to relax rather than exercise, and we might need to build up your vitality first before we can start pushing you. Uh, so I have to figure that out with patients as well before I just automatically say, hey, go exercise. But, but right, absolutely, it's something we have to discuss and, and meet at everyone's personal place. Where are they and what do we need to do to help them get further along? Absolutely, and, and and certainly medicational intervention, and and what other things do you do for people? I mean, they hear about medications on commercials at four o'clock in the morning all the time. So, what do you do with people to help them get through that? Yeah, well, at the IBS Treatment Center, it's really a big detective process because you know you hear about a lot of different things where you think, oh, it's food reactions and candida and SIBO and. There are all these things out there, and they all have validity to them, but it you need an expert who can help you sort through all that and figure out, well, do I have a gluten reaction? Do I have a dairy reaction? Do I have soy reaction? Do I have a yeast overgrowth? Do I have a bacterial overgrowth? Do I have parasites? Do I have something else? Because most doctors just aren't familiar enough with that world, or they're just so locked into one aspect of it that they just put everybody on the same program. And it might help some people, which is great when it does. But if it doesn't, you know, you, there's something wrong that that needs to be sorted out. And that's that's really the bottom line is is if it's not working, then what are we missing? And and so, for example, I, a, a story I get a lot. I have a lot of people who are trying to be really healthy and trying to work out, and they're working out like crazy. And they'll say, you know what? I've been working out like crazy for months, and I'm not losing weight, and I'm not feeling better and I'm on this program and what the heck is wrong with me? What is it just me? And so we start to talk and a lot of times when people start training, they start going on a a special diet and maybe it's got protein shakes and that's really common, of course, to start taking whey protein or some other protein and doing a lot of those shakes. And sometimes that's the wrong thing, especially in patients who have a dairy allergy, because whey is a protein from dairy. 
And and I can't tell you how many times I've run into this where people say, well, yeah, my trainer said, you know, eat this way and take these protein shakes and do all this stuff. And they say, I feel horrible, but they keep doing it because they think it must be the right thing to do because everybody else is doing it and telling me to do it. And I'll say, well, let's find out if you really should be eating that way. And, and literally, yeah, no pun intended. But it's it, and and sure enough, oftentimes these people, that was the worst thing for them to eat. That's and right. maybe a protein shake is great, but maybe it needs to be one that's maybe uh, maybe vegetable based, pea based, or something, or some other alternative. Now, Doctor Wang, and we only have yeah. about ten seconds left, honey. We ran out of time, <laughs> and I do love having you on because you and I we get kind of graphic, and and it's okay, and we can talk about these things. But that's what this is really all about. It's learning. So just wrap it up. Best advice: exercise and IBS. Yeah, well, if you can exercise, do, and if you can't, don't give up. Try to find somebody who can help you and find an answer, and check out our website at ibstreatmentcenter.com because we've got lots of good information on there, and, and I really feel for people who are frustrated when they can't exercise because it's, uh, it's what makes me feel alive, and so that's one of my goals is to help people. Yep. I'm telling you it. what, yep. I agree with you completely. This is Melanie Cole listening to Radio MD. Stay well.